Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Mickey Blog Podcast. We're officially at double digits. This is our 10th episode oh my of gosh. the Mickey Blog Podcast. So that's exciting. That's amazing. Uh, we have a special guest on today and we got a really fun topic we're going to go over that I think a lot of our listeners are going to be interested in. But before we get into that, uh, I just want to remind you guys, as I do every single week, that the Mickey Blog Podcast is sponsored solely by Mickey Travels, which is your one-stop travel planning destination for traveling to anything Disney, not just Walt Disney World. I'll get into more about them later on. But Jesse, how are you doing today? How was your week slash your week going? I don't know. Everything's good. It's all good. <laughs> um, it's finally warming up in Florida, so I'm really happy about it. <laughs> I know. It, it, I love that's it. that's ironic. Warming <laughs> up. Was... <laughs> Our listeners right now in Minnesota just turned off this episode. They're I know. Like, they're I don't like, want to hear about cold in Florida. No, it was seventy nine today, and it was beautiful and blue. It was great. I was loving it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So we're gonna we're gonna get into our guest today. And so uh, before we do, let me just introduce who he is. So today on the episode, we have Mark Rawmaker, who is a real estate uh, agent. Or uh, you know what? According to his site, he's a real estate ninja, which I personally <laughs> really like this term more. Mark, I, I gotta it. say. <laughs> uh, so Mark is the team leader of the Home Squad. That's the Orlando Home Squad. He began his real estate career in 2017 after a very successful career as a professional actor in New York and in Orlando. He sold 23 homes in his first year and is now in the top 250 of realtors in the greater Orlando area. That's over 23,000 realtors in that list. And the team is in the top 1% of all teams within EXP Reality uh the Home Squad sold just over $106 million in sales in 2022. He has a passion for celebrating with his clients and his agents. Mark is originally from Kansas City, Missouri, lived in New York City for over 15 years combined, and now has called beautiful Orlando his home since 2012. He has an amazing family with four beautiful kids and his wife, Sarah, and helps and his wife, Sarah, helps run all of the Home Squad transactions. Mark, thank you so much for joining today's podcast. Yes. Oh, this is going to be fun. Thanks for having me. It is. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously a lot we're going to get into, but the main topic, just so our guests know, uh, the main topic of today's episode is the ins and outs of moving to Orlando or specifically moving close to Walt Disney to World. the magic, which right? Is obviously. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. always. Where we all and that's live. a very... Exactly. And that's going to be a very, I believe this episode is going to be great. And I believe it's going to be a very hot topic for our listeners because our listeners are Disney people. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Disney we focus lovers on. from all over. Yeah. And uh, I can't even tell you how many comments we get on our social pages or on our blog posts about like, oh, I wish I was there or I wish I was at Disney. And so many people talk about living closer to Disney. Jesse and I are very close ourselves, but yeah. either way, we want to get into an expert and his opinion on you know how someone out there who's thinking about it can sort of make that happen yeah so let's let's jump right into it uh mark i want to start here i know you and your wife both have a history with disney um and i know uh you yourself were a cast member so i wanted to ask about your direct ties to the walt disney company uh what sort of roles did you have with them yeah so um total like formal former cast members so i so my wife and i moved down here in 2012 we were in new york city as actors and we thought we wanted to start having a family we love new york city but we thought we can't really do it here we want more suburbs more you know situations that we grew up in so we thought you know what we can we can go to disney and audition we were part of the actors union and Disney's part has Love Actors that. Union as well. So we're like, well, let's go down there for three months, see what happens. Well, in those three months, my wife, Sarah, booked, um, she got cast in Finding Nemo the Musical and the Hoop Dee Doo Review, basically like within the same oh my week. God. Yeah. So wow. she started that. I was actually in Australia doing a show. I came back, auditioned, and then I got cast in right away in Finding Nemo the Musical as well. So Sarah was Claire in the Hoop Dee Doo Review. And she was Nemo in Finding Nemo the Musical. And then I got, oh yeah, yeah. And I got cast as Gil uh, in Finding Nemo the Musical. So we got hired full time, 40 hours a week. You're in work for Disney. And this is real quick. I have a very specific memory of the day I got hired. It was about five months after her. Um, I got my, my 
my my ID card, and we went straight to Epcot, and we walked around, and then we like didn't pay to get in. It was amazing. Yeah. We just like held yeah. hands and got drinks. We're like, we can come here whenever we want. Like, it was <laughs> mind blowing. But so then you know we worked there a long time. We I was in Finding Nemo full time for three years, and she was in it for five years. And after three years, I actually went to the Hoop to Do Review, and I played the role of Jim for two years full time uh, there. Wow. And then. And we did some random things like DEG events and stuff like that. But um, I also learned Gaston. Uh, well, I can say I don't work there anymore. I learned Gaston and Beauty and the Beast <laughs> as well. So on the, the Beauty and the Beast live, I played Gaston as well. So, no, it was an amazing wow. it was an amazing situation. And we're so thankful. All of our friends here, we've created this family. Um, a lot of our friends still work there. And we go out with pass holders now. So we go all the time. But, yeah, we, we love Disney. It's awesome. Wow, that's amazing. That is so um, cool. Those are like two of my favorite things like on Disney property too. So yeah. that's like incredible to me. It was super fun. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. I love it. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things that, you know, first of all, uh, I saw Jesse's face really light up uh, while you were talking about that because, you know, <laughs> believe it or not, we're Disney fans on this podcast. Uh, believe it or not. Uh, you're but, actually uh, like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Mickey blog. But yeah, no, uh, truly, uh, one of the things that I found with speaking with entertainers here, uh, and that's obviously both you and your wife's background, is there are a lot of entertainers and actors who did come from Broadway and came from yep. New York City or oh, came yeah. from Los Angeles. Like, I think that's really fascinating to me how there are a lot of them out well, there. Well, it was a nice, like yeah, it was a nice place to go because we were, in, again, we did Broadway tours and we did a lot of shows and to have um, an opportunity outside of New York is very rare, you know what I mean? But you don't have to live in New York City, you can still be a professional actor and put on a great show and have a great product and be really proud of it. So there's a lot of mm -hmm. talent. I, I came down here and I kind of thought, I was like, am I the only one that, came from New York and then I met my cast and like, oh, you did that show in New York. You did that tour. You Okay. All right. Cool. Let's yeah. do this. It's awesome. I know. Entertainment in Disney is so cool. Yeah. Um, I started as a photo pass in Disney and just meeting all the entertainment people, it's, they're all so sweet, all so cool. And yeah, like you said, they're all from different backgrounds. You know, it doesn't have to be, oh, you know, I only did Broadway or only did Disney. It's, it's a mix of the, you know, whole bunch of different things. For so sure. it's really neat. Yeah. 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 So obviously, you know, you work in a very different career path now uh, yeah. in, in real estate and, and focused on real estate in Central Florida. And really, you guys have, have not going to say mastered your craft, but pretty close to it. As I was talking oh, yeah. about in your intro, you guys have, have achieved a lot, uh, both yourself and your company. So yeah. what kind of impact did Disney and your sort of former career have on you now and what you do now? Like, do you find that like... You're almost like giving a home tour or selling selling someone on a home and you find yourself like, you know what, like if I didn't learn how to perform the way that I did at Disney, then maybe I wouldn't have been so enthusiastic about that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I know that's I know that's kind of interesting. No, for sure. I would say that real estate such an interesting thing. A lot of people think it's really easy and it's a it's a low barrier of entry. Uh, it takes two weeks to get your license and then you can just sell somebody's house. Nobody tells you how to really do it. So, or the skills that come with that. But what's really cool about being an actor is that the, a lot of skills that we learned, whether I was in New York or at Disney, trans, translate into a sales situation. And the main ones are listening and helping people and wanting to make sure that you're like guiding people in the right direction, right? When I'm, t and when I'm telling a story on stage, I wanna make sure that I'm like changing their lives, you know what I mean, or taking them away from that. Mm -hmm. And when I'm selling real estate, it's the same way. Uh, I, 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 you know, I say I sell real estate, but I really like to help, say I help people move, you know what I mean, and help them enhance mm -hmm. their life. Um, but there's a lot of skill sets. Disney specific, I'll unpack that since this is the Mickey blog. Um, and mm -hmm. side note is that a lot of our agents actually are former Disney cast members turned real estate agents as well. Um, That's awesome. Whether they're performers, now we have people that used to work in restaurants there too. So it's a really cool situation going in. But what I learned specifically is just to, to really take care of the customer and make sure that experience is so positive that they have to keep using you or have to keep coming back or tell all their friends about it. We want to create these raving fans of the experience. Not necessarily, I mean, the home's the home, right? They're going to pick their home and they're like, I like this kitchen. I like that. It has nothing to do with me. It has to do with me is the experience to provide them, to make them feel comfortable, to make them enjoy it, to make them have fun. 
right? And they're in a home. It's not, yeah. I'm not selling like, don't you think it's great? Kitchen's great. I tell a story inside of the, inside of the kitchen. I'm like, okay, let's just do this real quick. Mm-hmm. Let's picture you cooking dinner, watching TV. Your, your future kids are over there. The backyard, you can see your backyard from here. Like it's storytelling at the best. You know what I mean? So, and it helps that person buying a home envision on what that life would look like. Not necessarily like, does the AC work or that stuff that you have to focus on, but I like to focus on the story part of it. But yeah, experience. Yeah, that's That's, amazing. Yeah, no, it really is. I mean, it's so cool. Like I'm at the age where I'm not technically looking for a house, but I am searching for a house Mm -hmm. eventually. And you know, you see all those open house signs and you walk into the open house and there's a realtor just hanging out in there. And they're like, oh yeah, go ahead, look around the house. And I'm like, okay, I'll go look around the house. (laughs) So you go and you look around the house, but you're telling a story as your guest is coming in. And that's what really changes things. Because if you're like, oh yeah, watch your dog in the patio and your kids are watching TV and you're cooking pancakes and you're, you know, imagining that. And with that imagination, Disney is definitely super involved when it comes to that. You're creating magic for someone that's buying a house. So that's really neat. That's the exact goal that that I try to do as well. Because also, yeah, I think that's so important. I mean, you can go to any theme park, right? And see a show. But yeah. it's not the Finding Nemo the musical, is it? It's not even. No, it's, no, it's, it's not. You're entertained. You're like, that's fun. But like you walk away and you kind of forget about it. <laughs> you don't yeah. forget it. Yeah. So that's the whole point. You want to be memorable no. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Hoop de do. Yeah. You pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars to go back every I single time. I had to pay for the first time like when it, when it opened. I was like, I've never paid to see this yeah. show. <laughs> it's it's worth it though. It. Totally anyway. worth it. <laughs> Yeah, like, totally do these people it. know who I am. They, didn't care. Here? they did. They were like, "Oh, it's good to yeah. see you. That you owe me, owe me this much money." <laughs> that's great. great. That'll Thanks. be four hundred dollars. Yeah, here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's really interesting. I mean, uh, Jesse is a uh, is a part time cast member herself. Yeah. So, uh, and I just we talk a lot about you know how amazing cast members are on this podcast. But you know, one of the things, and my wife was a former cast member, and one of the things that I've always loved the most about. Disney and their cast really cast, not just, you know, there's a reason you guys are called cast members. Like one of the things that always separates cast members from going to another theme park or another entertainment venue or a concert or really anything is this goal of trying to create magic. So the fact that you and your wife are sort of bringing that over to your next career is is really cool. Um, So another question we had for you is, you know, how did you first really get into real estate? Like how did Orlando Home Squad come about? Like how did, how did you guys, did you just wake up one day and you're like, you know what? I'm done, I'm done, I'm done being guest on. I want to start selling houses. That wig was so (laughs) heavy and hot. Uh, (laughs) No, I think as an actor, there's always a shelf life. You know what I mean? There's a point where you kind of look at most like stage actors, right? Musical theater actors. There's a point where you either kind of like, they kind of, you have an expiration date, either they choose it for you or you choose it for you, wherever you are. Disney specific. Yeah. I'm like, come on, Gaston can't be in his 40s. Like, that's a real thing. And so sooner or later, they'll be like, yeah. Mark, you can't, you got to quit coming to this thing because it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so I just, you know, you start making a plan B of like, okay, what's my next step going to be? And I always had a passion for real estate. And um, I just thought overall, like, that would be a cool way to help people. Uh, I like talking to people. I like building relationships. So I thought, why don't I just get my license and see if I'm good at it, right? Just like everybody else, honestly, who gets their license. <laughs> so you guys probably have yeah. your license. Everybody has their license. It's kind of ridiculous. My fiance wants one, though. Yeah, it's super easy. I, act- I almost got one a few years That's ago. That's my point. Everybody's like, I yeah. can do that. Um, so I remember specifically, I was in Finding Nemo the Musical. If you remember, there's a, if you've seen it, I played Gil, and at the beginning of it, this show, show has changed, but the old show, you had this yeah. huge thing called a coral backpack. And I was standing there, and I was wearing a, it's called a blue natard. If you guys don't know what that's what we call, we call them a blue natard, the blue outfit. Did not know that. That's some, that's some secret Disney sauce right there. It's called a fancy blue natard. Um, and blue I was standing in there, like in tights, and I had this thing on, and I was like, I kind of looked around, I was like, I'm 35 <laughs> and I feel like there's maybe a new path somewhere. I don't know. I like where I'm at. I totally love it here. You know what I mean? But I just thought there was a quick like, huh, like kind of like I wasn't scared. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this can't last forever. I can't be 60 doing this. Yeah. So I thought, well, let me get my license and see what happens. And then got my license to do it part time. Right. And um, ultimately, I just started talking to everybody in my cast like, oh, yeah, I got my license. And then mm. my first client, who's actually an agent on our team now, he's my first client ever. 
Jonathan Fadul was like, I'll let you, you can that. use, I'll use you. I was like, I, and my friend and I, Rob, who's on our team, we were both in Nemo together. Um, we kind of joined together with Sarah and we we're like, we don't really know what we're doing at all. We're real estate agents, but we, we're, we were trying to be honest. We're like, act, we told him not to use us. We're like, don't use us because we don't know. And he's like, dude, you won't mess up that much. <laughs> so he used yeah. us. And then it just was a snowball. I got to know how to do this. And I, I had really good mentors and trainers. And I educate myself mm -hmm. all the time. I'm a, I try to be a student of everything in a sponge. And that first year, those 23 sales, I would say more than half of them came from Finding Nemo the Musical, the, the, the cast members, right? And then they tell their friends. Oh, that's so cool. There was one point where I could, I went to over to Hoop and I could go look look on stage, and every single cast member, including the piano player and the banjo player, I helped buy or sell their house. So I was like, well, that's wow. cool. Um, that's really yeah, because cool. those were the people who already trusted me and they knew me and they liked me. Yeah. You know? So that was kind of how that happened so fast. And then it, well, the reason why I had to walk away ultimately was I was trying to do both at the same time, and it, Disney was just getting in the way. I felt like I wasn't being a good mm -hmm. agent when I was in the middle of like, yeah. you know, passing out chicken at the hoop to do review. And my client was like, Hey, can you tell me about this <laughs> inspection report? And I'm like, give me 10 minutes. I got to sing Shenandoah real quick. Like, so there was a point right. where I was like, yeah. I got to go all in. And when I went, when I stopped working at Disney is when the, the business really took off for sure. You know, That's really cool. all I have to say about that story is that when you help me find a house can you wear the blue natard i'll wear the blue natard like, yeah I, I'll do feel, the, I haven't worn it yeah, in three years I, four years but oh my gosh because i just feel like that might add just we hate everybody just out of everybody at finding nemo flare. hates wearing blue natard on like after thanksgiving <laughs> after oh, like no. a holiday <laughs> oh man oh so you're so vulnerable on stage <laughs> Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Those extra little extra little pounds the can make all the time. difference in the world. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. yeah. It's like funny. wearing a swimsuit after eating a turkey dinner. So like, you don't, so worst. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, man. Well, uh, I do want to dive into, like, the main topic of this episode sure. because, you know, I'm glad we, you know, got to listen a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are today. But I want to dive into what you do now and how yeah. we our listeners could benefit about that. Because frankly, one of the topics that I hear the most, um, you know, and, and again, to our listeners who are new here, new to this episode, Jesse and I were not just podcast hosts, we're Disney Parks reporters. So we're in the parks yeah. three to five days a week, reporting on new stories. And, and I know, the amount of people who say like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky to get to do, go to Disney all the time. The oh, yeah. amount of times I hear that on like a weekly basis. So Mark, I guess what I want to, you know, chat with you more about is, you know, how realistic really is that for the everyday family or everyday person out there? And how can someone who's interested in moving to Orlando or moving close to Disney because obviously Orlando, uh, what you know, little it's known huge. fact, is 30, 30 minutes kind of north of, right. of Disney. But still, yeah. just moving to that area and and moving closer to the Walt magic, Disney right? World. Yeah. yeah. Where does someone start? Yeah, I think the main thing is um, the people that have helped a lot. So after COVID, people were, came flocking to, you felt it even just as residents, right? Just like, whoa, oh, yeah. everybody mm -hmm. just came here um, because everybody started working remotely most of the time right most people i've helped multiple 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 people including greg and Alyssa, be like oh wait i can so i can do this work anywhere that means i can live anywhere i've always right. wanted mm -hmm. to live by disney world and they almost like they almost said <laughs> can't believe it I'm, but then it's like well yeah of course it's just a city right it just happens to yeah. uh, house disney world <laughs> like you know what i mean they're residents yeah, as right? well so really, like, if you, it, it depends on your work situation, obviously. Um, but if you're fully mm -hmm. remote, you know, you can live anywhere you want, which means you can live in Disney World and you go to Epcot at five o'clock and go have a drink. Right. That's that's the that's the dream. Yeah. And I've helped. I've the, done that once or twice. I do it all the time. Yeah, once or twice. <laughs> yeah, once or twice. Right. That's it. Um, so that's the dream. So it just really depends. But I would say to the main thing you need to do is educate yourself on if you've never bought a home before, how that works, what that process is. To connect with a good real estate agent that will educate you and all that stuff, but also just learn, yeah, learn about how to do it as opposed it's not, you know, you can Google all you want, but if you connect yourself with somebody that knows the area that actually can help you in the process, that's, that's vital. And also have some expectations of like, 
I mean, where where do you guys where do you guys live? Are you like right? Are you on Reams? Where like you don't have to give your address, obviously, but <laughs> uh, yes. I'm, in, I'm in Hamlin. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so, and and I live uh, near Moa Millennia. Okay, great. So um, perfect. That's perfect. So like, Jess, Jessica, you're like really close to Disney, obviously, because you can go uh, take yeah, Reams. Fifteen minutes. I used to live off Reams, like right. Like I was, yeah. I could see the fireworks from my backyard, right? Which Me was too. amazing. Um, yeah, but but Jared, you're a little, you're probably what twenty five minutes, really, give or take, depending on traffic. So I yeah. think the expectations yeah. are, if I'm within an hour of Walt Disney World, that's better than a flight or a Absolutely. twelve hour car ride. And I remember talking, yeah. and people would be like, I think I might want to live. At, I can work remote now. I think I might. Let me see. And then depending on the budget, because like Orlando area has gotten extremely expensive because yeah. Walt Disney can't World's confirm. here. Like, of course, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Everybody came. Yeah. But I'm like people with maybe a smaller budget that's like, oh, I can't. I can't. I don't have a million bucks. Like, I can't do that. Right. Well, here, buy in this town. You're an hour away. Like, that's it. Right. Like that's way better than when living in Virginia, you know, you can, yeah. you yeah. can still go, you can go on off. You're going to learn off hours. Right. And it's not much at Disney, mm-hmm. but there are some, right. You can go. I know you guys, yeah. I know you guys know it, but like there's times you can show up and you're like, nah, nobody's here yet. Right. Yes. You learn oh, yeah. that. So if you leave at 8am and you get there in the park, you know, or 7am you leave the park, you still have a way more mm-hmm. f- like la- better lifestyle of like traveling, having an intense six day visit. You know what I mean? And then like kind of still working here or like going to your hotel or going to your timeshare or going to your whatever that is. Um, Mm. And a lot of people, another whole nother thing is a lot of people basically can buy an investment property here, a short term rental property in the Davenport, Kissimmee area, and they can rent it out depending on what your financial situation is, rent it out. And then they can book their own stays with that management company when they vacation here and they stay for free. Right. So like there's wow. so many different yeah. ways to be like to be closer to Disney World and not have to. And granted, I, I'm a sucker for all the hotels. Don't get me wrong. I know you guys are, too. Like I love, love hotels. The, I love them all. G Flow is my jam. Love like, I love Grand Floridian. However, <laughs> if I didn't live here, I couldn't do that every time. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's ways to go about it. But I think for sure, I think the expectations of like just be be drivable distance from Disney and yeah. life mm-hmm. is better. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I think and I think that's a really good point, because I think a lot of people, when they think moving close to Disney, they they truly do believe like, oh, okay, I need to be like in Windermere five minutes away. Right. Within 15. Yeah. And it's just not true. Like, I don't see the fireworks every night. Sometimes I can, by the way, from this nearby lake, because it's I'm still only 20 minutes away, 25 minutes, you know, so it's not that far away. But regardless, like, you know, you don't have to live on the road next to the entrance Reams to Road. Disney Everybody knows it's Reams Road for those non-locals. Reams, yes. But that's, and I yes, lived off Reams Road and there's some good neighborhoods, but Reams. those prices just shot because, you know, and that's okay. Like those are, yeah. those are good ones too. Like mm-hmm. maybe that's in your budget, but yeah, you don't have to live like where you could spit on the castle. Like that's still, I mean, that's great. Yeah. But also then you're dealing with, you're <laughs> yeah. dealing with the, the traffic, the customer traffic, like Reams Road Cash is no traffic. joke at five o'clock, six o'clock. It's mm-hmm. a one lane road. I don't go on Reams at five o'clock. Right? Yeah. Nope. Right? I don't either. <laughs> Why would you? Um, yeah. But Jared knows I'm from South Florida. So, you know, growing up, like we would take trips to Disney every month. It was a three hour mm-hmm. drive. Yes. Sometimes we'd spend the night, but sometimes we'd drive back home three hours. And honestly, mm-hmm. like even being the three hours away, like. That was close enough for me until I was old enough to move to Orlando by myself and be like, I want to work at Disney. And, you know, mm-hmm. obviously you can't drive three hours to work. I mean, you can, but who wants to do that? Right. Um, but yeah, so once, you know, you end up moving here, like it is nice. And I originally started 45 minutes away and I got closer and closer as my years went by. Yeah. So. And everybody's different. I've mm-hmm. seen even even my own personal yeah. journey. Like I was really far away. Our first house we bought, I was in Haines City yeah. and I still worked full time okay. at Disney. It was really far. My next house was in That's really Windermere. Far. Like I was still at Hoop to Do, and it would take me eleven minutes to drive to Hoop to Do Review. Eleven minutes, Amazing. and that including like going for. That's fabulous. Minutes. Now I'm in Winter Garden, which is farther, and sometimes it's annoying because okay. we go to the parks. I'm like, oh man, we used to live like so close, but like you don't like still like you, you might want to live near the parks coming into it, and then the longer you're here, you're yeah. like, actually, let me step back a little bit and let the tourists like I don't want to like Christmas time, forget right. it. I don't want to be almost anywhere near the parks because it's insanity. Yeah. You you go there then, right? So yes, yes. Oh, yeah. So again, people moving here, like if you're just gonna be a, a casual, like I'm gonna go once or twice a week like it doesn't matter where you live just in the vicinity is 
better than right. where you are, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, and there are so many places. Even it, you don't even have to move an hour away. Like again, I live twenty five minutes away, for example, and there are so many places within like a thirty minute radius yep. or a forty five minute radius that are much more reasonable. And we'll get into oh, yeah. more about that in a second. But I do want to mention. Uh, I know I already mentioned at the beginning of the episode, but we do like to take a quick break in between every single episode here and talk about our sponsor, and that. That is Mickey Travels. So this episode and every episode of the Mickey Blog Podcast is sponsored by Mickey Travels. Mickey Travels is a nationally recognized leader in Disney vacation planning. So if you need help planning your next Disney vacation and you're looking around and you're like, whoa, this is getting more confusing, which it is, let's be honest, uh, definitely reach out to Mickey Travels. They are a diamond earmarked uh, travel agency by Disney and their services are always 100% free. Reach out to Mickey Travels today for a free quote on your Disney vacation at MickeyTravels.com. That's MickeyTravels.com, making magic one vacation at a time. Now, Mark, because we just mentioned our sponsor in Mickey Travels, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least ask you a little bit about your relationship with Mickey Travels and specifically Greg and Alyssa. Last week on this podcast, we had Greg and Alyssa on because their travel yep. agency, Mickey Travels. We did. That's I know, awesome. we did. Yeah, yeah, we had them on last week just because the Mickey Travels travel agency um, – just became diamond no, it's a huge it's so deal awesome. um, i'm so happy for them proud we were of them. so proud of them yeah. and yeah. so how did you first meet greg and Alyssa? how's your relationship with mickey travels and has it been sort of mutually beneficial both sides in terms of referrals because i'm sure it has oh it's I'm a, sure. yes so greg and Alyssa, i feel like they found us online i think they just they were they were like hmm, they clicked on something and it, it came onto our website and I was like, oh, and actually Sarah, my wife, she said she does all our transactions now. But at the time she was still selling homes. Mm-hmm. So she called him and was like, hi, I'm Sarah. I'd love to, you know, I'll answer any questions about moving to the area. And they're like, well, we live in New Jersey and we mm-hmm. might move to Orlando. We want to move to Orlando. We don't really know what it is. We have kids like, but like we should live in Orlando, <laughs> but like we live in New Jersey. Like it was like, they were like still like on the fence. So. The first, they were like, we're going to come there and we're stay at the Polynesian and we just want to see what's around. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then we, I do that all the time. I'm like, let's just like, let's window shop for the day, right? This will be fun just to see if you like the area and what you're thinking about. And so they came down and real estate, a lot of people think that like um, you like ride with your customers your clients and you actually don't they usually just follow you around because like the world's a little crazy yeah. sometimes you're like i don't want a stranger like in my car um <laughs> but they didn't have a car so i so i picked them up <laughs> but i was like they're like can you pick us up and i was like yeah you seem normal um let's do this so <laughs> yeah so and they mentioned like disney travel agents but no we didn't really unpack it and then we went and had um coffee and breakfast and i walked them through the process of what it would be like to buy a home in orlando in the area and they were it was just we became like best friends. It was so easy. Like they're so they're such great people, and their excitement to move here. And of course, at the time, I was a cast member, and they're like, "You're a cast member too. Like your shows, like similar to you. Like everybody thinks that's so yeah. cool." So we connected right away, yeah. and then it was. I feel like I mean I don't know. You can quote. I don't. You can go back to them. They probably don't remember, but I feel like it was a two year journey at that point. Like it was like they would come, they'd visit. We saw some houses they liked. Like I don't really love it, and and um, then they actually mm-hmm. just moved here. They're like. Mark, we're, we're just going to get an apartment and then we'll search for something while we're here instead of flying down all the time. That didn't make any sense. So then they were like, we're making yeah. the move. They relocated their, their, you know, their kid. I know the other two kids were already gone, but like they relocated, which is big time. And then I remember like, I feel like they were in their apartment for like a few weeks and I messaged them. I was like, how's it living in Orlando? And they're like, I don't know why it took us this long. Like, you know what I mean? They're like, why wouldn't we live right next to the place we're selling? Like we're helping people yeah. go there. We don't live there. It's felt really yeah. silly. So um, longer story long, um, they ended up finding, we found them a house right before COVID. And it was a, per, it was a, per, it was one of my favorite houses I've ever helped somebody buy. Perfect. Have you been over there? It's awesome. Perfect. It, it fits all their needs. Like I've never like, it's just great. They can see the fireworks, which I'm like, that was very important. Um, every time yeah. we look, it's always important to a lot of my clients, but them specifically, I, I yeah. don't know. I just felt a little more push with them to be like, I want to make this really magical. Um, and it just fell in our lap and then they, they got it and it, it was right before the pandemic. Well, actually during, like, I feel like the week of the pandemic. Um, Oy, and it was just, no, it was, it was so special. And, and we've watched like 
they've watched our business grow and I've watched their business grow and we're it's similar but very different and we're our biggest cheerleaders um, they're just so they're such good people and to their people and obviously mm-hmm. like they're creating something really special they have created yeah. something special for the for the consumer as well to guide them through a great thing and when it comes to referrals like yeah like you said like it's a free co- like as a as an agent as a realtor as a buyer's agent there's no cost right um and then mm-hmm. it's same with the mickey travels i'm like there's that doesn't cost anything it's like reach out to them do something and we're just we just pass each other people all the time and it just also we just support each other so much i'm i want them to be the best like the top travel agency in the world i don't even want there to be other ones like you know what i mean and i know they feel the same they're like why are there other <laughs> real estate companies and brokers that doesn't make yeah. sense just use the home squad you know so yeah they're awesome yeah. and and that's awesome that's awesome to hear because jesse and i obviously have a lot of love for greg and Alyssa. beyond them being uh the owners and operators of mickey travels they're also the owners and operators in Mickey Blog. So Mickey Blog wouldn't have been possible without them starting it, which we just hit our five-year anniversary of Mickey Blog uh, this past Mm -hmm. year. So, uh, and, you know, we haven't been here all that long. I've been with Mickey Blog about a year now, worked for several other Disney blogs and been in this industry for a while, but never have I worked anywhere like this in terms of working for good people and working in a collaborative unit. And, you know, it's rare. You know, I tell that to a lot of people. I've had a lot of people, whether they reach out through LinkedIn or ask about how I got to start doing what I do for a living and covering the Disney parks, because it is a rare job. What a cool job. Uh, It really is. And it's not an easy one. I would say this, like anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. But it's not easy to keep your job because you got to get really good at what you do and you got to keep that passion. You got to keep working hard. And the beautiful part about working for Greg and Alyssa is they do it like they go out there and they they don't just they put their money where their mouth is. And and I think that's amazing. They they work so hard in the travel agency and also the blog. So when it's coming from any of our listeners, it's it's coming from a place of really wanting to give value to people. You know what I mean? Like true value of like what Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I mean, I follow you guys and I'm like, oh, cool. The train's opening like you're my you know what I mean? Like, but it's a because it's valuable information. That's really good information, you know, and it's newsworthy. And so but they do it in in a way that's really like they the the Disney fan comes first and the the consumer comes first, which is so important. Yeah. They're just so genuine and it's, you know, they're so passionate about what they do and it makes us more passionate about what we do. So it's just, it's amazing to be able to have this job and be so lucky to be in this position and work for the people that we work for. So it's really great. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll let Jesse take the next question because we got several more for you before we conclude. Unless you're bored with us, you can leave. No, I'm good. No, I, no, no. This is fun. I love to, I love chit chat. Yeah, I love it. And yeah, you talked well, a little good. bit about advice, but do you have a best number one advice for people that are looking to move towards Walt Disney World? I know you said one of yours was kind of you know look about an hour away, so you don't have to be super close. But do you have any other like main pinpoint advice? Yeah, I mean, I, this is not. I don't want to pitch. I don't want to like be like do the, like. I would say literally hey, connect it. No, I mean, I would connect with either myself or one of the agents on my team to like yeah. talk you through the what could be pain points. You know what I mean? Like, there's multiple yeah. pain points, but there's also like good points as well. So I think really like even if you're multiple years out, like Greg and Greg and Alyssa, I met with two years before they moved here, and I talked them through what was going to happen, and it took them that long to be like, yeah. here it is. So the earlier you can kind of get mm-hmm. in on that and make a game plan, the better. Just like it's very similar. Like if you're going to go to the parks for four days, you sure do plan that out. Yeah. If you don't plan it, you're going to be roaming around standing in two-hour lines, right, and not eating That's what true. you wanted to eat and not go seeing half the stuff. So the game plan and the planning mm-hmm. is good. It's it's a necessity. So if, you, if, this, if somebody's listening to this, yeah. like – reach out to me all like you can go to our Instagram. Like we have a menu of agents that are so fun. They all have little like characters. And I mean, we keep it really, I saw their they're little cartoons. They're so well, cute. It's based on real quick. It's based on um, like the event, yeah. the Avengers. So I wanted to have all the agents have a brand and kind of have this superpower. So they I all, have, yeah. So they all have their own individual brand. Uh, that's why I'm the that's ninja, great. right? So then we can, I always say like the Avengers movie is really good and they all have their own brand and their own movies. But when they get together, they make like a really great movie. Um, so there that's what go. it's like. Yeah. But yeah, that would you be know, the advice is, is put your, align yourself with an agent like us that can help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
basically what Mark is saying is just call Mark. That's it. Yeah. All right. This has been a good podcast. See you guys later. And we're out. (laughs) No, uh, no, I think that's great. I I think, you know, one of the things and one of the reasons we had Greg and Alyssa on last week, for example, was they were sort of vouching not just for Mickey Travels, but for getting a travel agent in general. In general. Which it sounds it sounds similar to what you were just saying about getting a real estate in general. Like obviously you'd prefer if they went to Orlando Home Squad, but you know, but a lot of people, general, a lot of people think, that, you know, that especially people that haven't bought before, they haven't bought in Orlando or Florida before. They just think that because, oh man, we have our phones, every piece of information is right here, right? So we can Google anything. Oh my God, yeah. And you mm-hmm. want to kind of do that ahead of time. Yes, but spend that energy finding somebody who can help you as opposed to finding how the process works and how to do it because you're going to go down rabbit holes and blogs that aren't correct. You know what I mean? I'm sure you guys know, like there's some Disney stuff out there. You're like, that's not real. That's not the real. That's not the way it works. So a lot of real estate's like that too, where it's like, if you do this and this and this, and it'll be perfect. You're like, no, just align yourself with Mm -hmm. somebody who's like, I'm professional. I do this all the time. I got you. Yeah. Well, it also gets so confusing. Like, you know, you can just go on Zillow. Like you said, you have your phone. There's tons of apps where you can look at condos and homes and land and whatever. But, you know, I'm reading all of this stuff and I'm like, I don't know what half of this stuff means. (laughs) So someone like you can understand it and explain it to me. Yeah, Same with somebody exactly. who's never gone to Disney. Like, what, what's Genie Plus? I right. thought, what's, what happened to the paper fast pass what ticket, right? Yeah. You just yeah. need somebody to be like, let the me free just fast do passes. It. Yeah, yeah, let me just explain it. Yeah, so, it's so different. Yeah. yeah, and in sort of speaking on that, Mark, uh, because obviously, you know, you were suggesting people get an agent regardless, you know, obviously. But if we're sort of speaking specifically on Orlando Home Squad and, and the the company that you work for and and you know represent and everything like what separates orlando home squad from let's say another local agency or, or you know besides like what, how magical he is be, besides the fact that he used to wear uh the, the blue guitar like um, what what separates you guys besides that's gonna be blue hard Nittard not included yeah, okay okay well that's that's a that's besides an easy one that's storytelling yeah Um, no, I, I, it's definitely, that's an easy one because we like to make, there's, there's multiple reasons, but we really like to educate and empower our, our clients to make it feel like they know what's happening in real time and they're prepared and they understand like all of it combined, unless they know like, I don't care what happens, just take care of me. You know what I mean? But we want to educate them and we want to make sure that it's really, we're approachable. Um, I always say like buying a home feels really daunting and kind of formal and that's where you go to yeah. the bathroom. So like that's it's the mo- like that's where you that's where you're most comfortable is my point of your home. So everything yeah. should be comfortable and fun and enjoyable. And yes, there's stress that comes with it. And yes, there's things, but we can handle that. All of our most of our team, like I said, that we put together are former cast members. So we really focus on that customer experience. And we also like we try to be really approachable and fun. And that's the important thing is somebody feels like they want to talk to somebody about something, or if it's something like hey this happens and can I talk to you about my financials? I'm like, yeah, it's super casual. Like it's all casual. Like we're just, Mm -hmm. you're buying a house. Like everybody lives somewhere, right? So like Mm -hmm. uh, what makes us different is that we, you know, I don't bring somebody in the office and wear a suit and some people like that. I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to be like, all right, let's just, let's just, what are you looking for? What, what may, what would enhance your life if you moved, if you moved and what does that look like in your head? Let's find Mm -hmm. that. Let's do that. Right. Did they answer the question? Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Good. I was going to say, I love that you said the part about the suit because every single time it's like a Saturday morning, they have the open house signs. I'll look at my fiance and be like, you want to go look at houses? Okay, put on a nice shirt because it's one of those things. No, I know. But it's one of those things that like people look at you in certain clothes. If I come in in like Disney attire, people don't take me seriously. I know. And it's really weird. Well, here's a, here's a fun fact is I, the most expensive house I ever sold. It was almost two million, yeah. two million dollars. And the clients, yeah. they weren't Disney people, but they owned a gym and they wore tank tops and shorts the entire every time i showed them these massive homes and the other agent would be in like the suit and after a while they were i, I kind of wore like i usually wear jeans and a t-shirt but they're like mark you wear shorts dude yeah. it's hot out it was like july and i was like okay yeah if you're cool i'm cool and we walked in you could tell the other agent would always be like oh right this is like you guys are scamming us or like these people don't have money and they had a bunch yeah. of money because they're hard workers mm-hmm. but like that's the whole point is like it has nothing to do with what you wear what you, like when it comes to that's buying crazy. homes like, come on, that's where you that's where yeah. you shower. Like, you don't need to yeah. dress up. Don't tell them to stop dressing up. 
<laughs> I will. Well, don't worry. <laughs> he can wear a t-shirt. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> hey, you know, it's funny because I have, uh, you know, meetings with Greg and Alyssa quite often uh, about work, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, Greg, when he first met my wife, funny story real yeah. quick, he he showed up to <laughs> to this lunch and he walked up with a Oswald short sleeve button down. And and I remember uh, being like, hey, nice shirt. And Alyssa being like, I told him not to wear this shirt because she was going to meet your wife and everything. And my wife loved the shirt. Like, you yeah. know, it, the thing is, is especially with clothing, there's so much that I think we tend to get in our own head with that kind oh, yeah. of stuff. But one of the best parts about Disney and the Disney brand is all about how you know being inclusive and everybody's welcome and the fact is is you can't judge a book by the cover so yeah. you know well, i don't know i just i find that really cool what too. you were just talking yeah and all about. of us yeah, the too. same with our agents everybody is from a different walk of life and we somebody called us the bad news bears of real estate at one point because like all if you watch them all they're like that guy's really tall and short or that kid you know they all are so different but then they come to get you know so it's just like yeah. it's it's the same thing of being inclusive in our you know being a former actor like obviously like i'm very i love all that stuff. So, yeah, I think that's great. And when it comes to like buying a home, going back to that, like you can wear whatever you want as long as you, that, that house is what you want to buy. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, we, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about Disney because this is a Disney podcast. Yeah. So, I know we've talked a lot about, you know, your business and, and yep. what you do <laughs> and mm-hmm. all that <laughs> blunatards and all that fun jazz. Uh, Real quick, what is your favorite Disney park that you like to visit when you go Hollywood to Studios. Walt Disney World? Easy. All day long. Hollywood yeah. Studios. Um, All right. I, I think because when I was a kid, that we visited a few times. It was MGM then, and I just felt it was mm. super magical. I don't know why. I don't know why specific. It must have been my age or what it was. Magic Kingdom, I must have been a little bigger. I mean, I love all of them, and now I have mm. four children, and they watching it through their eyes is it's like doing it all over Amazing. again. It's so cool. Um, but Hollywood Studios before Star Wars and Toy Story was was always my favorite. Um, still to this day, Epcot, all of them have special things, obviously. But for some reason, when I go to Hollywood Studios, I still feel like I'm a like a guest, if that makes sense, like a yeah. tourist. It's all, I'm on vacation. Um, the other ones, I feel yeah. like I kind of like like Animal Kingdom. I worked at for so long, so and we and the cast members walk in through the front. So like when I we went there actually uh, Monday. And when, when I walk in, I kind of feel like, oh, am I working? Like, I still have that weird feeling of like, do my, my... That's me. That's me with Epcot sometimes. Yeah. Because that was my first home park. And it's like, I'll walk in and be like, oh, this is kind of It's just a little like, little yeah, weird. you're just like, am I, am I doing what I need to be doing? Right? Yeah. You just want to be professional. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm a, just a little bit. Yeah. But um, no. I'm a guest. Yeah. And, but uh, no, studios by far. And now that they've, now that like, Star Wars is there and stuff, it's that's an easy one all day. Do you have a favorite ride in studios? Probably Rise. Yeah, I would say Rise. I do right. I do love Guardians. My my two two of my boys, we've ridden Guardians, I think like seventeen or eighteen times. Um and oh I God. one's wow. seven, one's five. Like they're so tiny and it's so fun to watch like adults scared it. in line, seeing them like not scared. Because <laughs> they don't know they've ridden it so many times. They just assume they're like guests <laughs> or like uh tourists, you know? Yeah, they're like whatever. Oh, man, it's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. But Guardians, I would That's but great. but Rise it's just cool. That's just a cool ride. Like it so is. smart. I'm just I'm just happy to hear I'm speaking to a fellow Star Wars oh, fan. Oh yeah. Uh, because <laughs> Really? You don't know. <laughs> if you can't me. tell I what? like Star Wars. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> I, one you have Indiana Jones I, back I there. Like right. you, yeah, you're set up, man. My yeah. um yeah. one of our yeah. one of our he he can he'll he might listen to this, but one of our he was an agent with us during COVID, um, Kevin Broussard. Mm-hmm. He's he was the original Indiana Jones in uh, Hollywood Studios, MGM Studios. Oh um, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, he was on a, if you look at his avatar, it's similar to Indiana Jones. He was the treasure hunter. Um, so he has a little character. He might come back to real estate one day, but it was he went That's back because so cool. he is a legend at that stage. But no, he's cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, funny. you know, one of the things, one of these questions I like to ask of literally guests of all backgrounds and the, and so full disclosure, I'm a I have a journalism background. So when I was I got my bachelor's in journalism, and one of the things I learned really early on in terms of conducting an interview, of course, is being formal and and you know there was a lot of professionalism there. And one of the things I quickly learned that maybe I'm not going to be your average journalist, which I'm not because you know I do what I do for a living now. Yeah, I don't exactly cover you know wars overseas, <laughs> right, right? But you know. <laughs> 
uh, one of the things I learned uh, is I just personally like to get to know someone that I'm interviewing on a more personal level and I like to be more personable and maybe that means I'm more of a columnist than I am a journalist but regardless uh, I uh, I just wanted to ask you if you could go back in time and speak to like your teenage self let's say 15 16 years old uh, what kind of advice would you would you give little Mark? Uh, not little as in stature. I don't know how tall you were. I at wasn't 15. very tall. I didn't really grow until my junior. I was probably seventeen. <laughs> I was probably five six, five seven. Um, hey, what advice are you talking about? It's a that's good. I can go a lot of different ways with this. You talking about professional yeah. or personal or everything? Well, I think, you know, everything, because the yeah. truth is, is you have uh, gone on a bit of a journey here, obviously, to go from being an actor to being in Disney to being now in real estate and being yeah. very successful now with uh, in real estate. So so I would just say, you know, for there's so many listeners right now that might be interested in becoming a real estate agent or might be interested in being a Disney cast member working on stage like you yeah. did. Like you've done several things that I think some of our listeners might have an interest in. So to give them a little bit of inspiration or to, you know, put put them in, in your shoes. Like if you were to rewind and go back the clock, like how would you sort of give yeah. your younger self a That's piece a of question. advice? You must have you must have went to school for this or something. But um <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I think that the older the older you get. So I'm, full disclosure, I'm 43 now. So that's a long time ago. Um, I think the I think the best advice I give somebody young that wants to like hustle or do a job that's more entrepreneurship, which that's kind of what we all do, to be honest. Now, like it's pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah. Opportunities are really there. I would say become. Um, focus on what your passion is, what you love, and really educate yourself on that. Go to like listen to I mean this is before I was 16 there weren't podcasts in but man like the podcasts mm -hmm. that teach you stuff YouTube like become yeah. I call it I call it podcasts when you listen when I listen to podcasts I call it um pavement university because when I drive anywhere I'm like I can either listen to music or <laughs> learn something from somebody yeah. whether it's business whether it's Disney stuff whether it just like the more the more you know um literally like mm -hmm. it just helps I would I would say pay attention and and trust that you're smarter than you are you know so yeah. and, and and listen yeah mm -hmm. that would probably be yeah. good. i no, know I that myself would be like what does that mean i'm like i don't have time but i only have two <laughs> minutes in the future i have my time machine i gotta go <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotta get back yeah. i love it uh and uh, don't eat too much at Thanksgiving before you put it on the blue yeah. tart. That's basically or, what or yes. to make sure that if yeah. you work at Disney, have Thanksgiving <laughs> off. Don't work on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Ugh, I think rough. I think that's excellent advice, you know. And and you know, just as like a side note, uh, because again, we already mentioned this. Whether it's yourself or what Jesse and I do, I feel personally very blessed to do what I do for a living. And, oh yeah. And but what a lot of people don't understand it especially at a young age is a lot of people think that's going to be immediate right you know like you're just going to wake up and you're going to graduate high school you're going to graduate college and you're just going to have this dream yeah. job like no. you know it, it doesn't happen overnight and it takes time and you got to work at it and yeah. and i think that's that's good good advice for what you were saying yeah, and, about and i think the more you learn yeah the better and also like to be i've i've learned through time like I'm extremely self-sufficient. Like if something I need to learn or do something, I kind of don't let, I kind of like, well, I'll just, let me just figure it out. And that, that will actually get you a lot of places too, because you can just, you go at a faster rate, you know what I mean? As opposed to waiting around to see what happens. And the people that really are successful I've seen are self, are extremely self-sufficient. And that means like, let mm -hmm. me look up how that works as opposed to somebody waiting for somebody to tell me how that works or why that works. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, before we wrap up here, Mark, I do want to, you know, let you sort of self-promote yourself a little bit here. I'd like to, yeah. I, well, I just want our listeners to find out where they can find more of your work. I know we've mentioned that, you know, it's Orlando Home Squad, the, the company you, you work for. But, you know, I, I found out when I was doing some background checking on yourself, like you run a really cool YouTube yeah. channel. And you, you post some very cool videos there, and, and the thumbnails look amazing. The quality is amazing. So Thanks. Uh, just on a side note there, but yeah. I just want to say, like, where can our listeners yeah, find I think, more of uh, your I work? I think the best place to go. So we have, like, a videographer on staff, actually, that, that follows us around. Um, we do a lot of Orlando lifestyle stuff because, of, like, I mean, 
what this podcast is about. Like, what it, what would it be like to live in Orlando? And then once you move here, yeah. there's a lot of places. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys even they're like, I didn't even know that place exists until I saw that TikTok video. So right? Places. Like, there's a new waffle ice cream place mm-hmm. in Winter Garden. I had no idea, but social media told me. <laughs> so we're really focused <laughs> yeah. on like, if you want to live in Orlando or you currently live in Orlando, like. Follow our Instagram page, follow our TikTok, and it's Orlando Home Squad. Go to our YouTube page. YouTube has some tips and tricks on how to buy homes. But also, like, it's not just about that. It's a, We really, like, are selling a lifestyle and helping people have the lifestyle of this amazing city we all live in and that you could live in. So yeah. definitely just, just follow us on socials, and you can DM us. Um, you can There's agents on there if you feel like an agent you think would be a good fit for you. You can follow them on Instagram. All of our agents are very very prominent on social media and tell a lot of stories and they're pretty goofy and pretty informative as well. But yeah, for sure. Social our website, people go to our website too. Our website's fun. There's houses on there. You can look at, if you want to look at houses, yeah, you can go there. It's fun too. That's how I saw your Avengers cartoons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, thank you so much for, you know, coming on the episode today. Yeah. We really had a, a lot of fun. Yeah. I learned a lot. Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, this is, I always yeah. love doing this. This, stuff, this stuff's fun. I love podcasts and, you know, the, you guys, I'll always do anything for Greg and Alyssa, but that's the first time it's I met so you fun. guys. You guys we are awesome. They, 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 they start gold with you guys. Thank that's you. great. Yeah. We well, think so we, too. We appreciate it. We're, 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 we're doing our best. Uh, you know, I, I like to joke that on my best day, I'm doing my best Greg and Alyssa impression because they're extremely hardworking and, you know, oh, they yeah. just they represent us really well. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode to all of our listeners. We really appreciate your support. As always, uh, as I always like to mention, definitely continue to support Mickey Blog across all of our platforms. You can find us on obviously the blog, the website, but you can also find us all over social media. We have a TikTok page, an Instagram page. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're all over the place now. And of course, now we have this podcast. And we've also been uploading videos to our YouTube channel, which we uh, plan on building much more in the new year. So definitely continue to follow us across all platforms. And most importantly, if you like this episode, please give us a good review. We always appreciate that. We have 20 reviews now on Apple Podcasts, and all 20 are five stars. So I just want to say shout out to you guys for that because thanks, guys. You know that that means a lot for you guys to go in there. And I I love reading your guys's reviews. Like frankly, I, I genuinely have had a bad day, and I've gone in there and read a review of our podcast I about know. how I listened to every episode with my daughter, and you know, like that stuff genuinely means a lot. And I know. Oh, yeah. You know, you hear these kind of rants from every influencer and podcast host out there about how it touched their soul when it really did. But it does for us. It really does. does. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And as always, continue to listen to the Mickey Bog podcast. We have new episodes once a week, every Friday. So catch you on the next episode. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Bye.